Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. We are starting a series for June and it is Summer Safety. And tonight we're going to be talking about how to stay safe in the sun and online fun. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. That's 325-428-6145. And if you're listening tonight, you can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We are happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week, I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and the Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call the Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home, but nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911, in-laws or outlaws. Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Welcome back. This is Thoughts from Home. Summer is here and school is over for the year. The weather is warming up and soon kids will be ready for summer activities. Although summer is a great time for getting outdoors and enjoying the sun, water, and nature, there are potential dangers in all of these things. So we're going to have some tips 
and some things to help you out this month for keeping kids and parents and safe this summer. Today we're going to talk about practicing safety in the sun. Overexposure to the sun can cause both sunburns and heat stroke. The Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, suggests that adults make sure that children are wearing loose, light-colored clothing that covers up as much of their skin as possible. This will help protect against both the sun and heat. The CDC also advises using sunscreen that is at least 15 SPF and has UVA and UVB protection. The American Academy of Pediatrics says that the sunscreen should be reapplied once every two hours. And also, the American Academy of Pediatrics says that we need to make children wear hats with at least a three-inch brim or a bill facing forward and sunglasses. When children are going outside in the heat and doing any physical activity, they should drink water before they go and should take water breaks every 20 minutes while doing any physical activity is encouraged by the American Academy of Pediatrics. Well, with record temperatures outside, we are going to be outside for shorter periods of time. So what should we do when we retreat back indoors? Well, we teach our children to wear helmets when they ride bikes and sunscreen when they're outside. But are we teaching them to be safe online? June is Internet Safe Awareness Month and is a perfect opportunity to talk with your kids about online safety. Summer break is here, which means kids are staying to spend more free time online and on mobile devices, and children run into all sorts of risks in that cyber world, including cyberbullying, inappropriate content, online predators, and cyber criminals seeking to steal their personal information. It's important for parents to know how to keep their children safe from these threats online. As summer vacation kicks off, the Department of Homeland Security encourages you to share these five online tips with your children. Explain to them, don't share too much information. Create a list of things your children never post or share online, like their birthday or their full name, address, and phone number, and make sure that they understand why it is important to keep this information private. Be careful about what you post. The Internet isn't private. Once your kids share a post, picture, or video, they can't control how others will use it, and it can never be permanently deleted. Teach them to be thoughtful and cautious in what they post and share online. Only connect with people you know. Don't talk to strangers. It is a good rule for the real world and the cyber world. Predators and stalkers can easily create fake profiles to hide their identities. So instruct your kids to only connect with friends they actually know in real life. Also, check your children's privacy settings to make sure strangers can't see their profiles. Sometimes privacy settings get reset for default settings during the program updates, so check their profiles regularly. Keep your location private. Many apps, networks, and devices have geotagging features which broadcast your location. This information could lead to a stalker directly to your kids, so check that that these features are completely off. And protect your password. Show your kids how to create strong passwords and make sure that they know that they are never to share them with anyone except parents or trusted adult. If you'd like to learn more about protecting your children online, check out the Chatting with Kids About Being Online with the Stop, Think, Connect campaign, Family Online Safety Institute, and also the Security Stop, Think, and Connect, which is at www.dhs.gov slash stop, think, connect. Safety is important outdoors to avoid the heat-related illnesses and injury. 
But let's keep in mind that even when indoors this summer, there is a potential threat to harm and injury. Our children and the perpetrator, it's named the Internet. This has been Thoughts from Home. We'll be back with more of At Home with Debbie Rule. Stay with us. Are you facing a crisis or has something unexpected happened to you? Maybe your home and relationships have been harmed by divorce, or do you have marriage, parenting, or blended family issues, career choices, financial issues, addiction, or just plain old I need to know how to do life better to avoid making so many bad choices? At Home Success Coaching is a great place to start. If you need someone to listen, someone to talk, to process your feelings, insight, or advice on how to have a better life, At Home Success Coaching can help you out of a crisis or just help you stay on the right path and reach the goal of having the very best home, family, and relationships possible. At Home Success Coaching is a nonprofit organization and there is no charge for our services or programs that are offered. Visit at homesuccesscoaching.com. That's at homesuccesscoaching.com, helping one home at a time. It's time to spread the happiness. Heritage Flower Shop is a full-service flower shop specializing in all your floral needs. You can just smell the happiness. Give the gift that will generate smiles. Flowers, plants, balloons, snack baskets, and more for any occasion. Heritage Flower Shop is open Monday through Friday 8 to 5 and Saturday 9 to 1 with delivery available. Send some happiness or brighten your day by giving yourself a little happiness too. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about summer safety. We're starting a series for the month of June, a summer safety series. And tonight we're going to be talking about how to stay safe in the sun and online fun. Because with record temperatures, I know that we've had here in Texas, you're not going to be able to stay outside for very long. So when they go in to cool off, where do they naturally go? Straight to their devices. And so we've got some online safety tips for you because June is online safety Awareness Month. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good evening, Rudy. Well, good evening, Debbie. I'm feeling wonderful tonight. Well, are you staying cool? I know it's been a little hot outside. It's a challenge, isn't it? You know, we're so thankful. Whoever did it took care of the grid and we haven't lost electricity. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. That's right. Well, I think we have the good Lord to thank for uh, taking care of the grid. (laughs) Maybe along with the governor and some other people, too. Governor. Anyway, uh, tonight we're going to be talking about two subjects, and uh, we're going to continue through the month of June talking about summer safety. Um, We're going to be talking about leaving kids at home alone and how you can keep them safe, you know, because some kids are just old enough to think that they're independent enough and parents don't really want to take them to a daycare, but they're right at that edge where can they really make all of those decisions at home alone? We're going to help you with that. Also, we're going to be talking about water safety uh, and some other things uh, during the month of June just to keep your summer uh, safe and your family fun uh, going and you don't have to worry about injury or things bad things happening as long as you can follow some tips on how to keep everybody safe and healthy. And so tonight, as uh, I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about 
fun in the sun and also online. And so I know here in Texas we have had record temperatures uh, with um, the heat over well over 100 degrees uh, for several days straight. And it looks like it's going to continue that way this week. So, you know, being in the sun can be harmful and uh, you can uh, can result in illness. It can result in a very severe burn. Uh, lots of things can happen when you're in the sun. And so tonight we're going to give you some tips on that. And we've got some uh, um, audio that we want to share with you on uh, a couple of things for summer heat. Uh, and the first one that we're going to play tonight is on heat exhaustion and some things that you should look for, uh, how to prevent it. So we're going to go ahead and start there with that tonight. And we'll be back after this message about heat exhaustion. Summer is here. The heat of the sun and hot temperatures can at times cause dehydration or heat stroke, especially in those working or playing in the heat. Without proper caution and immediate actions, heat stroke or dehydration can become very dangerous. It's important for you to know what the signs of heat stroke are and what to do if somebody is affected by it. Let's ask Dr. Smart about it. Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. A from Smart Clinic. Let's talk about heat stroke today. Dr. A. What happens to our body in heat and during exercise? We are gifted with an amazing body. It has special features to control its temperature no matter if it's cold or hot outside. This is important for all organs to work properly. Think of this like many machines working together. If the temperature gets too high, then these machines can get damaged or stop working. With proper temperature control, they can keep working at their best. Our brain constantly monitors the temperature of the body. It sends signal to the body to help it cool down when it is hot and to warm up when it is cold. Heat and exercise increases the temperature of our body. The body cools down by dilating the blood vessels in the skin and by sweating. This way the temperature of the body does not get very high and we can keep working or playing. However, in certain situations the body may not be able to keep up with the heat and can get very hot. This can lead to severe dehydration or heat stroke. It can happen when the temperature or humidity in the environment is very high, when being in a hot environment for too long, or with intense exercise. Children and older people are at a higher risk for these problems. The small bodies of children are unable to release a lot of heat, and in older people, the blood vessels may not dilate very well and the heat cannot be released properly. Also, people with health conditions like diabetes, poor nutrition, obesity, and those living alone by themselves are at a higher risk of heat-related problems. Dr. A, what are the symptoms of heat stroke? Heat stroke develops when the body gets too hot. Early signs of heat stroke are throbbing headaches and feeling exhausted. If immediate action is not taken, then condition can get worse very quickly. The heart rate increases due to high temperature and a person may feel nausea or have vomiting, have loss of focus, or get confused. The temperatures can rise to a very high level of 104 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius or more. Our body cannot keep up with such high temperatures. The skin becomes dry, hot and red. The person may have slurred speech, have seizures or may lose consciousness. Heat stroke can rapidly progress and can become dangerous. 
different parts of the body can get damaged and in severe cases it can also lead to death if not treated quickly. We need to act fast if anyone shows these signs. Remember, the person suffering may get confused and cannot take care of themselves or tell what happened to them. Watch out for these signs as heat stroke can happen in many different settings. Some common scenarios are playing in heat or hot temperatures for a long time and working in hot or humid temperatures for a long time. One common scenario is when children are left inside cars. The temperature inside a car can get 10 degrees hotter than outside and can quickly affect any child left in the car. What should we do if someone has signs of severe dehydration or heat stroke? If someone shows symptoms of heat stroke, you need to act quickly. Do not hesitate to call emergency medical help and start taking steps to cool down the person right away. Here are some steps you can take. Get under the shade and move away from the hot environment as soon as possible. Spray the affected person with water or cover them with wet cloths and fan air on them. Move into an air-conditioned area if possible. Drink lots of water or sports drinks to stay hydrated. Take a cool shower to cool down. If you're outdoors, then soaking in cool pond or stream can help bring the temperatures down as well. If the person is getting worse or is unconscious, keep working on cooling their body while waiting for emergency medical help. You can place ice packs or cold water bottles under the armpits and in the groin area to help cool down faster. Keep spraying water, use wet cloths and fan air directly at them to cool them off. These steps can save the life of the person and can prevent serious damage to the organs. Dr. A, what are some ways to avoid heat stroke? Here are some practical steps to avoid heat stroke. Wear loose-fitting, lightweight clothes in hot weather. This allows the body to cool down properly and air to circulate. Drink plenty of fluids to stay hydrated. Staying hydrated helps with good blood circulation to the skin and other parts of the body and the body can sweat off to cool down. Never leave children in the car alone. The temperature inside the car can get very high even if the car is in the shade or the windows are open. When outdoors in sun, protect against direct sunlight. Use a wide-brimmed hat or any other head cover to protect yourself. Avoid going outside or working outside during the hottest part of the day. Try to do outside work that requires physical activity during early morning or evening hours when the temperatures are cooler. If you must have to work outside in hot temperatures, then drink plenty of fluids and take frequent breaks to rest in a cool spot. Get your body familiar to high temperatures gradually. People who are not used to hot weather are more likely to get heat stroke. If you travel to a warmer area or if the weather changes quickly with the heat wave, try to take it easy and gradually increase exertion and exposure to heat so your body can adjust to the change. Be extra careful about kids, older people and those with health problems. If you take medicines such as water pills or other medicines that make your body dry, then take extra caution and act quickly if you notice any symptoms. Remember, protect yourself and help others around you as well. Did you know the normal body temperature of humans is 37 degrees and goes up and down by 1 degree? Birds, humans, and other mammals have special features to control the temperature of their bodies. But other animals like reptiles and amphibians have their body temperature that changes with their environment. Their body gets really hot when it's hot and really cold when it's cold outside. They need to be extra careful of their environment to stay alive. How amazing is that? That's another reason to be grateful for our gifted bodies. 
Well, welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are discussing summer fun and online fun. Uh, as we just learned about heat stroke and heat exhaustion and what can happen when you're outdoors uh, and what you need to do to prepare for that and uh, things that you can look for. So we hope that those tips were helpful from you for you tonight. Uh, we're also going to play uh, in a couple of minutes some summer safety tips. So, uh, you know, the summer is fun, but it's not too fun if you have to deal with somebody that gets sick in the sun. That wouldn't be fun. You know, that kind of wrecked the day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Take a little bit of caution. And, you know, if you consider what happens if you have heat stroke or heat exhaustion, that really can ruin the day, not only for you, but for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. uh, or if someone else uh, suffers that. So take the precautions. Make sure you understand what the differences are and how to deal with it and how to mm -hmm. prevent it. What mm -hmm. we really want to do is prevent it. Yes. We want to be very careful about being out in too much sun, uh, not being properly hydrated. We want mm -hmm. to watch others. And, you know, some people are hard-headed. You and I both have experienced just this mm -hmm. summer getting out and working in the heat and going, wow, I used to could do this. Mm -hmm. more so than now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a funny meme going around, and some people will relate to this. But uh, the meme is, don't tell me to act my age. I've never been this old before. <laughs> and well, you'll it figure it out real quick you. if you're out there doing... Uh, don't be stiff-necked, hard-headed. Yeah. Don't be stubborn. Be smart. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we didn't talk about pets in the... Um, in the audio clip that we played, but you know, pets, they're very sensitive to the heat as well, along with our children and ourselves. And, you know, uh, health issues can cause you to react to the heat differently than maybe you might have previously, or, um, you know, maybe just age, like you're talking about, you know, you can't tolerate as much. And if you're not used to working out in the heat, you know, some people have built up a endurance to it. And so they can, you know, work a little bit more and um, not be affected by it. But if you're a person that works indoors most of the time, and then all of a sudden you go outside and it's 102 degrees and you decide that you're going to do all the yard work and the heat of the day and you know, You've your only body got a short not, time to do it, and yeah. you're going to get it all done? That's right, and no. your body is not used to that, so, you know, things can happen. So we just want to caution you, uh, especially uh, here in our local area where we do have um, temperatures are going to be staying uh, at close to 100 or a little over 100, and it's been very dry, so uh, we are experiencing heat Here's a here's the point. We are different today than our parents were. Mm -hmm. Back, I mean, when I was a child, we didn't have air conditioning. Cars didn't have air conditioning. Right, right. Your body and was so used to. We, our body was used to it. We spent 24-7 mm -hmm. in the temperatures, whatever they were. Right. And we worked outside all day long in the hot sun. Mm-hmm. Listen, we sit inside under air conditioning now, and we yes. jump up and run outside, and that sun hits us like a, a bomb going off, mm -hmm. and our body doesn't regulate mm -hmm. well. We need to be wise, folks. Yeah. We're trying to caution you to prevent these summer-related 
heat-related, sunshine-related health issues. Mm -hmm. Be wise. Mm -hmm. And just realize that, uh, you know, if you're not used to it, don't put your body under that stress. And like you were saying, uh, you know, you just may not be used to being out in that heat. And that's okay. You just need to take precautions and make sure uh, that you're not doing anything that could be harmful to yourself. And watch those that are around you. That is key as well. Uh, because there, you might be somewhere and someone may be experiencing. Um, we were at a funeral. I remember this a couple of years ago. And uh, someone was, you know, had gotten very, very hot mm -hmm. in the heat at the graveside right. uh, uh, service and actually had almost, you know, kind of passed out. And so, um, you know, was overcome by heat. Yes, overcome whatever. by heat. And so, you know, you need to be prepared for that and you need to know what to do. Uh, and so it can be kind of scary, but don't panic. Uh, you know, just as we read, as we learned in the audio clip, uh, if you need to call 911, call, uh, but try to get the body temperature regulated again. And so that is key for uh, someone that's experiencing heat. So I know we have a lot of sports fans out there. And a few years ago, there was a, a miniseries on TV, I think it was, and it was about Bear Bryant at Texas A&M. I think it was called The Boys of Summer. And it talked about how he took the football team to Junction, a Boys of Junction maybe it was, and for six weeks or whatever time it was, they worked out all day long in the heat. Mm. And people back then did that. Yeah. And there are pre people in parts of the country that do that. Mm -hmm. But you talk to coaches today and health professionals, you can't take today's uh, high school or college players and do that because their body is not conditioned to spending 12 hours out in the sun. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we've careful. all got to understand it's different today than it was just that short time ago mm -hmm. and be wise about the decisions we make to be out in uh, outside sports activities. Right. Well, we're going to play a short clip of summer safety tips. So stay with us. We've got summer safety tips coming up. It's me here, Tony B. The RD, and it's 530 a.m., kiddos. I'm getting ready to go for a run with my pup, Basil. But before I hit the concrete, I need to apply sunscreen, throw on my hat, and put my sunglasses on. Why? because we are heading into the summer months and sunscreen, a hat, and sunglasses will protect my skin from the UV rays. As we head into these summer months, there are a few safety tips Dr. Jill and I are excited to share with you. Dr. Jill here. I am so excited the sunny weather is finally here and summer break is right around the corner. Summer break is an opportunity to enjoy plenty of activities, many of which include physical activity outside in the sun. As Tony B, the RD, mentioned, we're geared up with a few summer safety tips so you can enjoy your time in the sun. So, drum roll, please. Welcome to Comptonian's last edition of the Nutrition News Series for the 2020-2021 school year, Summer Safety. In this edition, Dr. Jill and I are going to explore summer safety tips, including the importance of skin protection, swimming, bug, and outdoor activity safety, and lastly, the importance of hydration. 
During the summer months, the weather is warmer and the UV rays are stronger, so we need to protect our skin, even when it's cloudy outside. First, we want to remember to wear sunscreen with an SPF between 30 and 50. This is adequate if we reapply frequently, especially before swimming and after we come out of the water and dry off. It is also important to wear a lightweight brimmed hat and sunglasses to protect our scalp and eyes from the UV rays. Studies have shown that if a person can avoid a second degree sunburn when your skin bubbles through the first 17 years of life, this reduces the risk of developing melanoma as an adult. Summer weather also attracts mosquitoes and other insects, so bug spray is a vital component in our summer safety arsenal. So what do you need to know about bug spray? Parents, caregivers, we have some good tips for you. Make sure to use bug spray that contains 15 to 30% DEET. For your little ones, instead of applying the bug spray directly on their skin, you can spray the bug spray on a cloth and place it next to the child. Lastly, dryer sheets also appear to deter mosquitoes when placed in the carriage or stroller next to your baby. A fun, popular activity associated with the summer is swimming. One of my personal favorite summer activities is swimming in the ocean, but in order to enjoy this activity, it's super important we learn how to swim at a young age. The earlier children learn swim safety techniques, like being able to float on their back and stay calm when underwater, the better chances they have of surviving an unintended dunk in the pool or being knocked over by a wave in the ocean. Kiddos, we are not trying to scare you. Swimming is a fun and important activity but we want you to be careful and responsible. So before jumping in the pool or catching a wave, make sure you have an adult nearby so they can keep an eye on you. Pool owners, listen up. If you have a pool in your backyard, make sure it's fenced in with a lock. Summer fun includes outdoor activities that involve wheels, such as riding a bike, gliding on a scooter, or cruising on a skateboard. To enjoy these activities safely, make sure to wear a helmet. Adults, listen up. Just like nutrition and exercise, it is monkey see, monkey do. When adults and older kids wear their helmets, the littler ones will follow suit. Now kiddos, I just got back from my run with Basil and I am thirsty. Drinking water is a staple in proper nutrition and is even more important during these hotter months. Our bodies are made up of about 70% of water. Water has many important functions in our body, which includes regulating our body's temperature, digesting food, and excreting waste. Your body loses water throughout the day when you sweat, breathe, and urinate. It's important to replace the water you lost to prevent yourself from becoming dehydrated. Kiddos, aim to drink at least six to eight glasses of water a day. A few last tips for you. Pack a frozen water bottle in the summer before leaving for an activity, such as going to camp or leaving for the pool. This way your water will be nice and cold when you're ready to drink it. Try drinking water before, during, and after activities. And lastly, be mindful to have a drink of water during meals. I'm sure everyone is ready to get outside and enjoy the season. I know I am. Have fun, kick back, 
and stay safe. Kiddos, we look forward to connecting with you in September. Have a fun-filled summer, but stay safe. Protect your skin with a hat, sunblock, and sunglasses. And make sure you stay hydrated in these hot summer months. Bye for now. Welcome back. That was summer safety tips here on At Home with Debbie Rule. We hope that helps you out with some summer safety for the outdoors uh, as you entertain your kids this summer. And uh, we're going to come back in the second half. We're going to be talking about online safety. June is Online Safety Awareness Month. And so when your kids retreat to the indoors after being outside for a while and when it's too hot, they need to go in. What do they do? They pick up their devices and we need to be sure that they're just as safe indoors online as they are outdoors. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking about how to stay safe in the sun and online fun. Stay with us. Are you facing a crisis or has something unexpected happened to you? Maybe your home and relationships have been harmed by divorce, or do you have marriage, parenting, or blended family issues, career choices, financial issues, addiction, or just plain old I need to know how to do life better to avoid making so many bad choices? At Home Success Coaching is a great place to start. If you need someone to listen, someone to talk, to process your feelings, insight, or advice on how to have a better life, At Home Success Coaching can help you out of a crisis or just help you stay on the right path and reach the goal of having the very best home, family, and relationships possible. At Home Success Coaching is a nonprofit organization and there is no charge for our services or programs that are offered. Visit at homesuccesscoaching.com. That's at homesuccesscoaching.com, helping one home at a time. How to stay safe in the sun and online fun. In the second half, we're going to be talking about the online fun, how parents need to be aware of some things as they um, uh, have their children online. And, um, you know, online can be pretty scary sometimes, even for adults, but especially for kids, because they don't have the wisdom or the knowledge to know where danger is. But just as we teach them stranger danger in real life, we need to teach them that there is stranger danger online as well. So uh, this evening, we're going to play a clip for you on some things that parents need to know. It is brought to you by Bark, which is a a program that you can use to help um, watch where your children are going and it informs you of certain things and uh, so it's a very good program for you to be able to be aware of where your children are going online and what the activity is that they're uh, up to and um, also another short clip of uh, some apps so that you can be aware of if your kids have some of these things on their phone uh, what they are and how things can hide within certain apps where you may think that this is completely harmless and um, your children are into things that they really shouldn't be in into you know online kids deal with bullying Uh, there has been an increase in teen suicide through 
um, the years as our kids have used uh, online devices and also uh, violence and sexual content, all kinds of things uh, that we just really don't want our kids to be exposed to. But it's out there, and the people that want them to get it know how to get it to them. So it's our uh, job as parents to protect our kids as they venture out online. Well, that's so true. You know, online can be a blessing, but it can also be so dangerous. Yeah. And I want to encourage all the parents to have conversations with their children. You know, some pushback you may get from kids is, it's my privacy, Mm -hmm. and you're invading my privacy, and you're not respecting me. Uh, So have a conversation with them where you talk to them about what your job is as a parent, what your responsibility is to keep them safe, and let them know that you're going to do your job, and y'all need to come to an agreement about what the parameters of your job look like mm-hmm. that uh, we in, in our home we told our children until you move out you have no privacy you have no privacy online you have no privacy in your if you keep a diary we're going to read everything because it's our job to protect you and keep you safe and have those conversations have them out in the open and stand your ground because it's the life of your child that's in the balance And once they're injured by a predator, once they're dead, once they're gone, it's too late. And, you know, just one of my knee-jerk, one of my soapbox issues is when professionals especially talk about children being resilient. It just makes me want to scream. Yeah. Once the harm has been done, the harm has been done. So... Um, Well, we've got a clip that we're going to play for you, what parents need to know about uh, online safety. And again, this is being brought to you by BARC, which is an online program which can help you monitor what your kids are doing so that you can keep them safe. We do not endorse this program. We're not promoting this program. uh, But it just happens that they had lots of good information. And uh, with some research, which I'm going to research this program myself, um, and there are some other programs as well online that you can use uh, to keep Keep your kids safe. Uh, but again, this is by uh, Bark, uh, which is an internet protection um, company for you to be able to help monitor and keep your kids safe. So these are some tips that parents should know about online safety. Hi, my name is Titania Jordan, and I'm the chief parent officer of Bark and mom to a tween. I'm here to help you with parenting in a tech world. It's so not easy but we're all in this together. You and I and every parent that ever came before us have all had the luxury of knowing life before smartphones, social media, live streaming, and Fortnite. Our kids, however, are connected like no other child has ever been in the history of humankind. It is our job as caregivers and educators to help prepare them for their digital future, or more realistically, their digital present. By the end of this video, our goal is for you to have a better grasp on screen time, internet access points, digital dangers, popular apps and their risks, how to talk to your kids about these issues, real life case studies, and tips and resources for monitoring and protecting your children online. Let's get started. First, I want to address the current landscape of being a kid today. Did you know that suicide is the second leading cause of death 
among children and adolescents ages 10 to 24 in this country. And according to the CDC, one in 10 high school girls attempt suicide each year. At Bark, we've alerted parents and schools to more than 20,000 severe self-harm situations. The Center for Homeland Defense and Security reports that 2018 had the most gun-related fatalities at schools in recorded history, with an average of more than one per week. And to date, Bark has escalated 16 credible school shooting threats to the FBI. Another disturbing trend surrounds cyberbullying, in that more than one in three children will experience severe cyberbullying in their formative years. Finally, and this is incredibly disturbing, Reports of child pornography have grown 2,000% since 2013, and 40% of that content is generated by children themselves. We can no longer afford to stick our heads in the sand while Snapchat, chat apps, and video games are consuming our kids. The onus is on us, all of us, to do something. So what do we do? Where do we start? Well, we have to talk openly and honestly with both our kids and each other band together, and fight back. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics, today's children are spending around eight hours a day on entertainment media, including televisions, computers, phones, and electronic devices. Because of this, we need to treat the digital environment just like we would any other environment where our children would engage. And parents, please do not underestimate the very important role you play in teaching healthy digital citizenship skills. Do you ever try to tell your child something important while looking at a smartphone? Not as effective. At Bark, we've created a tech contract, which we'll link to below, and we implore you to please make sure your children are engaging in non-screen related activities, including face-to-face -face interaction, family time, outdoor play, exercise, unplugged downtime, and sleep. In order to manage, limit, and block screen time, there are a variety of both free and paid options on the market for you, including free built-in software for both Apple iOS, which offers a product called Screen Time, and Android devices, which offers a product called Google Family Link, as well as paid services like Circle, Unglue, and Boomerang. Depending on your child's device, operating system, internet service provider, and cell service provider, you have a variety of options at your disposal. So where do you start with just screen time management? Well, we've created an amazing free resource to help you do just that. Go to barkomatic.com, select the various ways your kid connects, and then the Barkomatic will deliver a custom report to your inbox to help you get those controls in place. As I mentioned earlier, this is a whole new world for our tweens and teens. It's not a matter of if, but when children will encounter tough issues. That's why, in addition to screen time controls and age-appropriate filters, every parent should have a monitoring solution like Bark connected to their children's devices and accounts. I wanna share some more stats with you. In January 2019, we published our annual case study for the previous year. This study took into account over 900 million messages across text, email, and social media of over 2.6 million children ages eight to 17. What we found was staggering, but not surprising, given the alerts we send to parents and schools each day. 31.9% of tweens and 45.6% of teens engaged in conversations about depression and or anxiety. 23.1% of tweens and 35.9% of teens were involved with a self-harm or suicidal situation. 
59.9% of tweens and 72.1% of teens encountered nudity or content of a sexual nature. 56.6% of tweens and 61.6% .6 of teens expressed or encountered violent subject matter and thoughts. 59.6% of tweens and 75.8% of teens engaged in conversations surrounding illegal drugs and alcohol. And 62.2% of tweens and 70.5% of teens experienced cyberbullying, either as a bully, victim, or witness. These are real issues that happen to real kids, good kids, kids from all walks of life, kids who are still developing emotionally and make mistakes, kids whose frontal lobes aren't fully formed until they're in their early 20s. And these kids have devices that can access the world in real time, anytime. So now you're probably asking, where do the most egregious issues happen? And given the rate at which new apps go live in the App Store and trends go viral, how do I stay on top of it? Well, keep in mind that the old tech drawer you have is full of devices that only need a charge and a Wi-Fi password, and all of a sudden this digital world is unlocked. Here are some of the platforms where a great deal of abuses take place. But keep in mind, new ones are popping up daily. We send bark alerts every day for issues that occurred on iPhones, Androids, Kindles, social media, direct messages, also known as DMs, Reddit, Vault apps, which are apps that hide other apps, photos, and video, and even Google Docs. Yep, seriously, even Google Docs. Speaking of Google Docs, I want to make sure you know about Bark for Schools. That's our free forever product we offer to any school in the nation to help keep students safer on school-issued devices and accounts. Believe it or not, issues like cyberbullying, sexual content, and suicidal ideation are taking place on these accounts and devices both between the hours of 8 a.m. and 3 p.m., as well as after school, after hours. Bark for Schools offers free account monitoring of both Google and Microsoft accounts, web filtering, and a parent portal so parents can be alerted to after-hours issues. Bark for Schools is trusted by more than 1,300 districts across the U.S. Now back to parents. What else can you do? I said this earlier, but it deserves repeating. You cannot talk to your children enough about digital safety and mental health. Also, if you're on Facebook, and I'm assuming you are, as most of the planet is there, you have to join Parenting in a Tech World. It's our free community of over 43,000 parents discussing these very issues and supporting each other at all hours of the day and night. When do I give my child their first smartphone? How do I talk to my kid about sexting? Where do I report cyberbullying without causing even more embarrassment to my child? Those conversations and more are taking place in our group. Join us. Next, it's imperative that you monitor your family's tech usage, in addition to implementing parental controls, which are different than parental monitoring. As a reminder, there are a variety of actions you can take to limit screen time and block access to certain websites and apps, but those options do not alert you when your child has experienced common issues like cyberbullying, sexual content, and thoughts of suicide and depression. Thankfully, that's where BART comes in. Bark for Families monitors over 24 social media platforms, text, email, chats, YouTube, and more for the most troubling issues affecting our kids today. Cyberbullying, depression, suicidal thoughts, sexual predators, drug use, acts of violence, and more. And we'll alert you via text or email when this happens, along with best recommended next steps vetted by child health and safety experts. 
other things you can do that will really make a big difference. Establish screen-free zones and times in your house. Trust me, nothing good happens on the internet after 10 p.m. Also, our kids are growing. Their minds and bodies need a good night's sleep in order to reach their full, healthiest potential. Connected devices in bedrooms are not a part of that equation. Next, two informative and helpful resources in this tech parenting journey are Common Sense Media and Protect Young Eyes. Common Sense Media offers tips and insights into the current media landscape your child is navigating with helpful articles like how colleges use kids' social media feeds and where kids find hate online. Another incredible resource is Protect Young Eyes. If you want to know what is really going on with those apps your kids are obsessed with, Protect Young Eyes offers breaking news and easy-to-follow steps to truly protect your families. And a reminder, I know we shared the Bark-O-Matic with you earlier, but now, knowing what you know, you might want to really check it out sooner than later. The Bark-O-Matic will give you personalized parental control and monitoring advice based on your family's specific tech setup. Finally, use Bark. At only $9 per family per month, Bark will monitor an unlimited number of devices and accounts, saving you valuable time and giving you peace of mind. Watch this one and a half minute overview of just what Bark can do for your family. When kids get their first phone, they're getting the keys to a larger world. But technology comes with risks and the internet can be a minefield of potential issues like cyberbullying or online predators. So how do you keep your children safe? Grab their phone randomly and read all their texts? Spend hours every week trying to keep up with their online activities? Do nothing and hope for the best? Bark can help. Bark is an award-winning service that analyzes your child's text messages, emails, and social media, and sends alerts when potentially problematic issues arise. We'll also include recommended actions to help you handle the situation effectively. Here's how it works. Bark uses advanced technology that keeps up with the evolution of language and recognizes possible dangers. What kind of dangers? Well, anything from bullying, violence, and adult content to depression, self-harm, and suicidal ideation. Often, the only signs of trouble are hidden deep within a tween or teen's phone. The majority of the time, parents aren't even aware there's an issue until Bark sends them a notification. Think of it this way. When you get your kid a bike, you also give them a helmet. When you give your kid a phone, make sure they have Bark. Nothing can substitute thoughtful parenting or replace ongoing conversations about digital safety. But Bark helps parents and their kids work together, build trust, and even strengthen relationships. Get started with Bark, an essential tool for parenting in a digital age. So we've covered a lot of ground today, and I want to close with a few key parenting tips thanks to the American Academy of Pediatrics. One, know your children's friends both online and off. Two, set limits, tech-free zones, and encourage playtime. Unstructured and offline play stimulates creativity. Three, screen time shouldn't always be alone time. Don't just monitor children online, interact with them. You can understand what they are doing and be a part of it. Four, be a good role model. If you're always connected to a device and disconnected from them, they will see that and emulate. Five, not all apps are for kids, despite what the age rating might say in the App Store. More than 80,000 apps are labeled as educational, but little research has demonstrated their actual quality. And as kids get older, 
Just because a social media app is cleared for 13 plus, doesn't mean it's in your child's best interest to join it. Six, it's okay for your teen to be online. It's part of raising a responsible digital native. Keep the lines of communication open and let them know you're there if they have any questions or concerns. Number seven, warn children about the importance of privacy and the dangers of predators and sexting. Once that content is shared with others, you can never take it back. Also, sex offenders often use social media, chat rooms, email, and online gaming to contact and exploit kids. Don't let it happen to yours. At Bark, we've detected and escalated over 200 online predators to law enforcement. It's an unfortunate reality of the world we are living in, but you can protect your children. In conclusion, please remember, kids will be kids. Kids will make mistakes using technology. Try to handle errors with empathy and turn mistakes into teachable moments. Media and digital devices are an integral part of our world today. The benefit of these devices, if used moderately and appropriately, can be great. You can do this and we are here to help. If you have any questions, please email help at bark.us. Well, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed uh, those tips for what parents need to know online. We've got a short one that we're going to play to you about five minutes uh, to conclude our program tonight about some apps uh, that your children may have on their phone and how to recognize some things uh, that might be hidden uh, in some places you might not be aware of. So we're going to play that for you and then we're going to come back and conclude. Remember that the rest of the month we're going to be talking about summer safety with families. We're going to be talking about uh, children being at home alone, also water uh, safety, all of these things that we'll be bringing up over the next few weeks. So stay with us during the summer series of June with At Home with Debbie Rule. Here are some online safety tips. Hi, I'm Brandon White, Customer Success Specialist here at Bark, a parental controls company. Today we've got the top five internet safety tips parents need to know about. Some of them may surprise you. Let's dive in. Tip number one, where there's chat, there's danger. Protecting your child from strangers on the internet is one of the most important things a parent can do. If an app has a chat or messaging feature, there's always a chance that predators could use it to target your children. No app is safe either including fitness tracker apps, religious app chat rooms, or games for kids of all ages. That's why it's important to know which apps and games your kid loves. Watch them play, or better yet, join in so you can see exactly how it works. Also, make sure they know to tell you if anyone makes them feel uncomfortable, and not to ever give out personal information to someone they don't know in real life, no matter how nice they seem. Tip number two. Vault apps can hide things your kids don't want you to know about. Hidden or Vault apps are apps that look completely harmless, but are actually used to hide pictures, messages, or even other apps. To make it even more secure, some Vault apps require a passcode. Though there are many different kinds of Vault apps, and they're constantly changing, one of the most popular ones looks like an ordinary calculator. If you're concerned your kid may have a Vault app like this, pay attention if they have more than one calculator app on their phone. They could be hiding things they don't want you to know, or anyone to know for that matter. One way to help prevent Vault apps is to use a parental control tool like Family Link, Apple Screen Time, or Bark to manage what types of apps your child can download. Tip number three, 
Private Instagram profiles aren't so private. You probably know that private Instagram accounts are a good idea for kids. But did you know that strangers can message your kids on Instagram even if their account is private? Talk about scary. Fortunately, you can make it so that strangers can't DM your child. Here's how to do it. On your kid's phone, open Instagram. Tap their profile photo in the lower right corner. Then on the next screen, tap the three lines at the top right. Did you know that a little icon is called a hamburger? A screen from the bottom will slide up. Tap settings, which is the gear icon, then tap privacy. Scroll down to messages and tap into that. This is where you need to be. The message control screen. Tap others on Instagram and then select don't receive requests. That's it. Now, if a stranger sends a message request to your child, they'll never even see it, which is definitely a good thing. Keep in mind though, that kids can always turn the setting off. Tip number four, Twitter isn't just for news. It's actually full of porn. This one may surprise you. Twitter probably isn't the first platform that comes to your mind when you think of porn. It's more known for breaking news and celebrity gossip. But Twitter's search function is basically a Google search bar. And typing in porn can lead to a dizzying array of profiles, tweets, and links with pornographic content. I was shocked too. Kids have figured this out and turned it into a go-to spot for porn for three main reasons. First, Twitter doesn't look suspicious if a parent does a quick browser history check. Second, because Twitter isn't exactly all the rage with Gen Z, it's not something parents tend to worry about too much when setting screen time rules or creating web filters. Finally, kids don't even have to sign up for a Twitter account or use the app to access its content. They can browse anonymously through a web browser. Like our advice with the Vault apps, we recommend blocking access to this app and website if it's something you're concerned about. Tip number five, kids use Google Docs for more than just schoolwork. When we were kids, we did homework and paper notebooks. Today, kids use Google Docs, which is a collaborative digital file, but there are also chat rooms, social media, and even diaries. When you glance in your kid's room and you see them typing on a white screen, it could be an assignment, or it could be a real-time combo with classmates about Fortnite or Harry Styles. There are also dangers when kids use Google Docs for reasons other than book reports. Because kids can hang out in Google Docs and chat, bullying can and does happen. A lot. It's all too common for kids to harass and exclude others. Lastly, some kids may keep a private Google Doc and pour their hearts out into it hiding feelings of depression, anxiety, and suicidal ideation that they don't want to share publicly. We hope this video has helped you learn about some of the more pressing internet safety issues facing families today. It's a big world out there, and we're here to help. Visit bark.us for more resources that can help you keep your kids safe online and in real life. Thank you for being with us tonight from our home to yours. I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. 
Follow At Home with Debbie Real on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more.